my teenager listened to rock music because that's all he'll listen to. Let me tell you, so the lyrics to real rock music is nothing more than satanic cyanide. Get it out of your house, throw it out, and burn it. It has no place in the house of the righteous. So I don't want to start off with that. <laughs> all right. Because, I mean... Rock music and the devil's music does doesn't have place doesn't have a place in the the house of God, you know. <laughs> so with that, uh, we're gonna start. Well, just a real quick one before we start the list. Do you know anything about like back masking? Because I, I feel like like back um, there was a point in time when people were pretty comfortable mentioning the devil, but I guess it, they mentioned it like in the um, a Christian perspective whenever they were making music you know there's uh -oh. a lot of talk of the devil but at some point the devil decided to take a back seat back masking if you will do you know of any? I, I, I haven't heard that term before you've never heard the term back masking no okay well I mean back in the 80s there was a point in time when well I'm pretty sure you've heard of the practice where they would put a turntable Excuse me, they would put a record on the turntable and then play it backwards. Play it backwards, yeah. Yeah, and then there'd be a message proclaiming their love for Satan. Uh, more... Um, like, the, like, like the Beatles did. Like the, yeah, like the Beatles did, and they put Paul's dead on the, I forgot, I think the day in the life. And there, that's why yeah. everyone thought Paul was dead at some point. Um, you mean he's not? Uh, no, he's alive and well and still kicking ass. Um, that's a clone. <laughs> that's double, not. That's a double. That's not Paul. It's full for false <laughs> Paul. I don't. I'm, I don't know if you've like ever heard the the Led Zeppelin. Uh, well, you've heard Led Zeppelin, uh, but the Stairway to Heaven on the back it says like like praise Satan, hail like beautiful Satan or something like that. There was also a movie in the '80s called Trick or Treat, where that's basically the main plot point. A nerd kid, the more importantly, the nerd kid from Family Ties uh, <laughs> is the main star of this particular movie, and he does a little backmasking of his favorite rock and roll star, and that particular rock and roll star died in a fire, and he gets resurrected by the backmasking, and then he causes trouble in this kid's life, but more importantly, he's able to be resurrected to play a high school dance with some mega shredding going on with electric guitar uh, solos and lightning bolts coming out of the fucking guitar while he's also killing people. So, just to let everyone know, that, know. that, yeah, that is what backmasking can lead to. People playing your high school prom and you getting killed by a blistering solo. So, don't... I mean, just almost as cool as Carrie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, almost. But not as cool, you know. Um, okay, I guess we can start with the list. Um, since you are technically the guest, I will let you go first with your number... T what would be your number 10, your last one on the playlist? Oh, we're going to go backwards. Well, that throws off the whole playlist. All right, hold on. <laughs> uh, or we can start I with the gonna, first... I was, well, yeah. I was gonna, like I said, I was had it in the order of it to be listened to or uh -huh. how I would listen to it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go backwards, um, the last track or the ending track would have been uh, Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And why did you choose that one? Because uh, I think it was just probably uh, atmospheric of most, of most of all. I mean, it's also one of the, you know, I mean, anything between Ozzy and Black Sabbath has always been associated with uh, Satan and all that other kind of stuff. And so I ended up just picking that one because it, it was one of the first ones that came to mind when starting this list. And um, although not one of their more, I guess, uh, popular songs, popular songs were most well known in the sense of uh, upbeat because it does have a very slow start to it, and most of it is just is, it's, it's is that dir- it's very dirgy. Is that the one that has like that little tritone, that the devil's note, so to speak, where it goes, ding, ding? Is that the one? Yeah, where he's okay. like, that's how it starts off. He's like, what is this? It yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, that's a good choice because it ends with the devil's note. So, yeah. Okay, uh, um, I guess with that, I'll start with mine. Mine isn't necessarily for a playlist, it's just what I think is the better song, or the best songs. And I guess starting with the number 10, this would be a very typical one. Um, that's why it's number 10, because it's kind of like heard all over the, all the time. It's uh, Sympathy for the Devil from the Rolling No judgments now. I mean, I feel like these are all the hits. Hey, it was my number nine. It's your <laughs> well, shit. There you go. It's your number nine. Well, it's my number ten. All right. Well, it, 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 it's not. It's not my number nine in the sense, but it was the one that that's, came in, in yeah. the order of how I made the okay. list. It was number nine. All right. So uh, obviously, it's a really badass song, and it talks literally about the devil and like different stages that he's gone through. I guess within time. Throughout, throughout time. Throughout time. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I guess we don't, I mean, unless you have something else to add to that, uh, your number nine is Sympathy for the Devil, so. And it had a good video with John, with John Lennon guest, uh, guesting in it, or cameoing, was, cameo in it, right? Was that, was he in that? Yep. And I, the music I, video they made for it, or it was like a studio recording of them, a music uh, video studio recording, and, uh, he's just kind of in the background, I think he's like maybe playing like a tambourine or some shit. I forget. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But I'll, yeah. be, I'll be honest with you. I thought that was time is on my side. Nope. I don't uh, think they made a video for that. Hmm. Because that was released long before they started doing videos. Cause, and then uh, this one, by the time that they were more popular and stuff like that, that's when this was recorded. Okay. I'll, <clears throat> I'll take your word for it. I'll send you the video afterwards. Yeah. I, I need proof. I'm not going to lie. I can't let that slide. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. since uh, my number 10, your number 9 matched up, my number 9 is The Oath from Merciful Fate.
basically the, that is like a, that is a that is pretty much a, almost like almost like a prayer or just like some kind of allegiance song to Satan. Mm-hmm. And it's merciful fate, King Diamond. You know, if we could all worship the devil in a certain way, we would all want to worship like King Diamond. Let's be real here. I'm still trying to get the voice down. Um, I do it in private, obviously. Um, so again, mine is The Oath by Merciful Fate. And if you want to go with your number eight, be my guest. I have, I have not heard that uh, song yet. Well, then uh, I highly recommend it. Does it have any relation to The Oath by Kiss? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, for some reason, I imagine the, the oath, I've never heard The Oath by Kiss, but I'm just going to assume that it's about a woman. And how they're <laughs> pledging allegiance to their legs, their ass, and their tits. I don't know. That's that's pretty much what I think the oath is for a kiss. Well, in a lot of these songs, that is the, per- the uh, personification of the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. So, um, but I, but I, I, I highly, I highly doubt that Gene Simmons it, really yeah. gives a shit about Satan. Yeah. He's he he's a woman, man. I mean, he doesn't do drugs or drink. I mean, come on. He's he's practically straight edge, you know. Just, just, just the vagina. Yeah, it's that's a vagina. A, that's a drug of choice. That is a drug amongst all drugs. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Uh, my number uh, eight is uh, Iron Maiden, number of the beat. What did I see? Can I believe that what I saw that night was real and not just fantasy? Just what I saw. Number eight, okay, yeah. Well, like I said, it's yeah, yeah, it's for it's meant to be listened to in this particular order. So I, 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 I imagine I'll mention it backwards, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I imagine it flows pretty well. Um, it does. Obviously, number of the beast. Um, this is on the album Number of the Beast, which is the the first album with Bruce Dickinson. Uh, they had just gotten rid of Paul Diano. Which, honestly, Paul Diano is my favorite singer, so if Paul Diano was singing Number of the Beast, I'd probably like it a lot more. But it is on my list, and um, it is a little higher up there, though, for myself. Not, not, not only, but not only is it a good song in the original version, but there's a phenomenal cover of it done acoustically in the movie Spun. Yes, by Dolly's by... One. <laughs> Yeah, by, by, by the Zwan band, but not with uh, Corgan singing. Not with Corgan singing, but with Matt Sweeney, I believe. And I'm glad they made that choice, because I don't know if I can handle Corgan singing Number of the Beast in the, the highest register. The, more Especially of a, a at, high, that, like at that a, pacing? Yeah, at the pacing, it would just totally throw it off completely. Um also a song I cannot find 
you cannot find that very easily. It is hard to fucking find. It is nowhere you can download or buy. Like, you just have to find it illegally to download somewhere online. Like, you cannot buy it. It wasn't on a soundtrack. It wasn't on the official soundtrack. It was just in the movie. You know, when I when I go uh, see the Smashing Pumpkins in July, I think I'm going to bring... If, if I could yell something to Corgan from the audience to the stage, I would say, <laughs> release... Fucking Number of the Beast by Dolly Zwan, you selfish bastard. I mean, he releases so much shit for free already, you know? I mean, except mm-hmm. for his new shit. But I mean, I, I don't know if he's really gotten that question. I hope not. I hope it's something that just throws him off completely. But let's see if I have the balls. I have to be really drunk to th- uh, say something like that. <laughs> uh, so we're at my number eight. My number eight is... A fairly recent uh, listen for myself, but it's become one of my favorites. It is Devil Do by Holly Golightly. fantastic it's on on my list as well (laughs) all right well that song is it's so good i listen to it at least once a day um it just has nobody gonna love you like the devil do that is very true nobody will love you like the devil do um it is it is one of my favorite songs i love it so much um it has such a nice groove it's not too busy in the music department it's just has a nice little beat with a very quirky uh, type of uh, is it guitar playing? Yeah, it's like a slide guitar playing. That's, mm-hmm. that's really nice. So and that's, her, her voice kind of makes it sound more upbeat than the song actually is. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, uh, they have like the dual uh, harmonies going on, and um, it's the dude and the girl. But the combination mm-hmm. of their two voices is is really good. Uh, so that's my number eight is Devil Do by Holly Golightly and you're number seven uh, Goddamn Devil by Ugly Kid Joe motherfuck dude that's the one I oh I can't believe I forgot that one. That was the one I, I reminded myself the other day that that was a song that was going to be on the list. Fuck. Uh-huh. I'm really mad at myself. 
I literally added it 44 minutes ago. I don't know how I could have forgotten it either. That's, like I, I, oh I literally my God. like, yeah, that was uh, ugly kid. Joe. Uh, I mean, you know that I used to listen to that album when I was around what five, six. I think yeah. from the ages of like five to seven, that was like the only cassette I listened to for the longest time was <laughs> yeah. Ugly Kid, Ugly Kid Joe's uh, America's Least Wanted. Yeah, and yeah. That's I remember the, one the that cassette. Starts yeah. off side A, and it starts. Is that the one that's that's CD. the first track of the song? That's I mean, the, the first, first track, track of the album. Of the album sorry, um, first track of the album. And, Jesus. And depending on if you listen to the cassette or the vinyl version will depend. Uh, I mean, sorry, the vinyl CD version. It's it's a first track on both, but the track listing gets changed up from cassette to CD, but it's still the first track on both. Wow. Man, oh my god, I'm so mad at myself right now. (laughs) Fuck, dude. So, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what to say about that song in particular. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's basically from the point of view of, he sings from the point of view of the devil and basically saying that it doesn't matter who you are, you're all going to kind of meet him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has that, that fantastic chorus, though. I'm yeah. the goddamn I'm devil. the goddamn devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, God. I'm so upset with myself right now. Oh, I can't believe... Oh, okay. And I, man, God damn it. All right. Uh, but, but my favorite part of that song is, is pretty much how it... Um, how it starts off. I mean, it, it, it starts off where he's talking about all these different things. And so without knowing, if you weren't to look at the title of it, it just starts off and it's like rape, DUI, assault, and battery. He's like, these are the things that'll bring you to me. So it doesn't yeah. like necessarily yeah. start you off letting you know that he's speaking from the point of view. You just start listing off things. And then he kind of goes into the rest of it, which is just a, has a slow start and then it builds up and yeah. kind of kicks ass. You know, you know. I used to, I actually, uh, when I was married, um, I used to play that song for my in-laws, with my brother-in-laws, and they had never heard the song before. In Uh fact, they had had never heard of Ugly Kid Joe before, and it's because for, I think around 2012, that particular, no, I'm going to say like 2011, uh, that particular song like infiltrated my playlists all the time so anytime I was listening to music that song was about to pop up so I would always push that song I'm like hey man like you like music or metal or whatever like how about listening to this and it always weirded them out I don't understand that it weirded but them out it weirded them out because I think it was because it was blatantly talking about the devil you know like um, Is it that or the fact that it's like he's basically talking about himself like Jesus or Santa Claus, where he's like, I'm always there. <laughs> yeah, I'm always, I'm, I'm, I'm always around. Like I'm omnipresent. I, I see everything you do. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, I, I imagine it was that, but also that hard punch of a chorus, man. I mean, he doesn't just say lightly, "I'm the goddamn devil." Like he, I'm the goddamn devil. This job pleases me. Yeah, and it, it, there's I'm like the goddamn it, devil, Satan, if you please. Yeah. He says it with conviction, like he really yeah. is the devil, you know. So like, that might have been it too. Um, and he okay. does it for free. And he does, yeah, and he does <laughs> it for free. It's just all pleasure. It's all it's all pleasure. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. 
Uh, where are we at right now? Numbers. That was your number that one. That was. Uh, let's see. Seven. That, was that was my numbers. number seven. That was your number seven. Okay, my number seven is uh, "Lucifer's Delight" by the best name in the world, the King Dude. Another song, um, for, I think I heard about them around the same time, about around the same time as Devil Do. It is also yeah. a very good song. Um, it has a, it seems like it's a very subtle song, but it's also very blunt. And it just has like a kind of a nerving chorus because I'm pretty sure it's meant to make people uncomfortable saying that Lucifer is the light of the world. Um, well, and, I mean, but he ain't lying though. He ain't lying. <laughs> I mean, he that's is the what, light bringer. <laughs> he is the light bringer. So I mean, he ain't lying, you know. Um, but that is my number seven. Um, I really don't know what more to say about it, but it's just a really good song. It's an acoustic song, and it kicks ass. And the and the the, the acoustics on that really aren't uh, the focus of the song. It's no, the, no, it's the lyrics, the vocals. Yeah, it's the vocals. And the lyrics of how he sings—not not necessarily vocals, but how he sings the lyrics. Yeah, and it's it's a very kind of. It almost seems kind of monotone, it, right? Yeah, but at the same time, the way the way the, the way the chorus goes, it almost sounds somewhat like uplifting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a certain manner, like it, like it could be like, "Who's the light? Lucifer's the light." That's like, true. Yeah, yeah. It could, mean, it, it could, it could, upbeat, but the way but the way it's presented has a very like. Like if if you just replace Lucifer with uh, Jesus, it could be a it could yeah. Be like a, it could be a Christian song, like a church song, easy yeah. song, yeah. Which is what's great about it. But it didn't make it on my list, but it is an honorable mention. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, so that was my number seven. So now it is up for your number six. Up, jump the devil by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Awesome. That is also on my list, but it's a little higher up. 
Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, Nick Cave. Uh, anything by Nick Cave is pretty much golden for me, and uh, he is my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, what to say about the song itself? Um, it's got that. It's a very, it's a very dark, haunting track that I think um, a lot of. I, I've heard more stories about people sharing that song mm-hmm. more than any other Nick Cave song. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it, it's funny you say that because I remember when I was teaching uh, and at a particular district here in the Valley, uh, one of the teachers wanted some new music and she knew I listened to like really weird shit. That's what that was. Those were her words, not mine. Um, and she wanted something really weird and dark to listen to. My first recommendation was Up Jump the Devil by Nick Cave because it sounds so haunting with that one bass line coming in and it's just constantly repetitive. And then you have that little light piano going on in the background. There's not much going on in the bass and guitar, but it is very effective to create the mood. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the devil isn't the primary... Is it front and center in the song either? He's more of like... A background character yeah and it's more of like the actions of people and that once basically like his deed is done he up jumps the devil and then he goes on to kind of like the next thing but it's it, it, it very much it's very much a song that has a presence yes yes more than anything else so uh, so Great track, and yes, the, the bass line is definitely what um, stands out the most from it. Yeah. Uh, and it, like, carries you through the track, which was uh, primarily done by Mick Harvey, who pretty much did a lot of their, pretty much played the majority of the instruments on their earlier track, on their earlier album. I thought you were going to say, you guys, uh, it, was it, I was going to say, you sure wasn't Blixa with his uh, minimalism and... Well, Blix's, I mean, um, guitar on everything and his his backing vocals is always weird and haunting. But the first thing you hear that starts is is what stands out the most is the bass. And then, you know, the the slide guitar. Yeah. I mean, not the slide guitar. The The guitar work that Blixa does on it. But, I mean, he kind of plays every every track with a slide a bit to it. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's more of a haunting echo of how he plays. So he has a very interesting and uh, unique style that definitely adds an eeriness to every track. This is very true. But so that was my number six. All right. So my number six is it's not technically about the devil, but it's about the devil's house. It is held by the squirrel nut zippers. Now you make the scene all day, but tomorrow will be able to pay. People listen 
attentively I mean about future calamity I used to think the idea was obsolete Until I heard the old man stamping his feet I didn't think about that one. That's a good track. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, think it would have made it into my top ten, but that is a very good track and a very good song. It's yeah, song. it really is. And actually, I I had read the lyrics like years ago, but I completely forgot them because just the way he enunciates the words, it's kind of hard to determine what he, exactly he is saying because he mm-hmm. says it in such a rhythm that it kind of breaks up the, the syllables in the words. So it, it almost seems like he's saying more like more words but it's really just like one word just broken up uh throughout the um, the verses um but um obviously this was song came out in a time when was it ska or big band like around the <laughs> yeah it was like around 97 yeah. i think when ska and big band was uh yeah, you got like um, was 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 a thing for for one hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Joe, you got like classics like Mighty Mighty Boston's, the Cherry Poppin' Daddies, <laughs> the Real Big Fish. Uh, I mean, no doubt was technically Skull for a bit, and then they just threw that shit out the window, you know. For the first uh, two albums, I guess. Yeah, they were they were primarily a Skull band, and at some point they tried like the little new wave and. They got those guys who were playing the horns to play something else or probably fired them. I really don't know. But, yes, number six is Hell by the Squirrel Nut Zippers. If, I don't know, man, I, I, I would only suggest just to go and listen to the song to anyone because it's catchy. It's very, it's very entertaining. It's a very entertaining uh, song. Not- the, the video is also very good, too. Um, it's, it's song is just catchy as hell, man. Yeah, it is. I can listen to it. Anytime that song comes on, I'll listen to it just because it is just that fucking catchy. Yeah. It's a good song. There's nothing bad about it. I don't, it, it, was, it was a great song. It didn't uh, motivate me to go out and buy the album, but um, I will hear that song every no. time it comes on. <laughs> I did not. That is a song. I, I loved the song a lot, but it is, again, it is not a song I would go out and buy the album for. Go out and buy the album because of that one song. I'm pretty sure I heard another song, and I was like, "That doesn't sound like hell." No, thank you. <laughs> you know, it was just—I mean, just like I'm not gonna go out and buy any like Cherry Pop and Daddies, whatever the fuck song that they had on there. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's my number six, "Hell" by the Squirrel Nut Zippers, and number five for you. My number five is my one questionable one that I was trying to figure out what to replace it with before you called um, before we started this and it is Mr. Crowley by Ozzy Osbourne It is a great track, but the only reason I questioned taking it off was because it's not necessarily about 
Satan, but about someone who worships Satan. Well, so, yes, uh, that yeah. is only the reason why I, I I hesitated to keep it on the list and was looking to replace it with something else. But um, still, great track, Ozzy Osbourne, and I was also trying to avoid having two tracks by a, by the same artist. Yeah, you know, yeah, Black Sabbath is a group as opposed to Ozzy Osbourne being solo. Um, but yes, Oz, uh, Mr. Crowley, Kurt Hawkins song. I mean, it's kind of if you don't know that if you haven't heard that song, then there's a, a problem already. So <laughs> <laughs> a problem with your fucking life. Um, song is fucking fantastic. It is one of my favorite Ozzy Osbourne songs. Um, I can see why. Who, was that, who, was that, who did that badass cover that you showed me of it? Oh, oh man, that was fucking Ronnie James Dio um, and Rob Halford uh, sharing vocals for the song. And then you have Ingve uh, Malstein. Like, so, some, some may say butchering <laughs> the solo of randy mm-hmm. rhodes but it's it's he gets the points on it but of course he has to add, he has to add uh, his mouse theme um trademark tremolo picking that's like at mach 5 yeah, yeah, speed yeah. but i mean he hits all the notes but he he also like plays like a thousand notes in between like those notes that randy rhodes plays because yeah, yeah. he can't was, he, it, it, yeah that that part of it wasn't i mean it's kind of hard to read to try and redo randy rhodes. yeah yeah exactly um but i like that's why i say like he got like the bullet points of what randy rhodes does on the guitar but he also has to add his mouse theme uh flavor on it again which is like playing like a thousand notes in between those bullet points you know um, yeah. but the, the cover of that song starts off fantastic with Rob Halford, like at, I, I'm assuming it's like the highest pitch he reaches just to say Mr. And then it comes on down on Crawley with Dio singing it. And that intro is like fantastic, but the song itself is great. Of course, Alistair Crawley is a person of the golden dawn, the do what thou wilt man, the bringer of uh, like sex magic <laughs> and and some weird sexual practices that um, I'm gonna go on a limb and just say this he might be Barbara Bush's uh, uh, I don't know it's Barbara Bush yeah George Bush's mom it might be her stepfather or father or biological father it's just a conspiracy that I've heard <laughs> It's just a conspiracy I've heard, and I believe it, and it's the fact. It's 100% truth. All right. So th- <laughs> this is the wife of the original George Bush, the one who recently Yeah, that is, that is correct. <laughs> yeah. I had not heard that theory, but I like it. Yeah, it's it's a good one. Uh, they are bringers of the Illuminati and all that kind the of great stuff. The great Satan. Yes, the great, great and powerful Satan. Um so the that was number five for you right okay my number five is a childhood classic for myself it is running with the devil by van halen
some point you bring that up. <laughs> I I had to. I fucking had to. Um, I know. I was gonna actually throw this on an honorable mention, but with um, I honestly probably couldn't live with myself if I did that because I just going to be going against my roots, you know. So uh, it's running with the devil comes in with that one note bass line and a Van Halen's little uh, bridge pick there and then it comes in with David Lee Roth I, honestly I think it's just about I don't even think it's about the devil really it's just the devil's a metaphor for their lifestyle yeah, drinking and partying um, but that's not what uh, conservative America would have you think they are running with the devil hand in hand, through the fields, um, probably doing weird things to each other. But yes, number five is <laughs> Running with the Devil. It's all over the radio. Yeah, so it's that's not anything. And it, it's, it's on every classic rock station. It's on every classic rock station. It's on every 94.5 uh, minute. Um, but yeah, number five. Running with the Devil, Van Halen. So this is your number four. My number four is one that you've already mentioned. It is The Devil Do by Holly Golightly. All right. And uh, since I think we've already discussed it, uh, yeah. no more needs to be said. But yes, it's a great fucking track and uh, catchy as hell. Okay. Well, now uh, my number four is another childhood classic. For myself, it is Devil Inside by NXS. mention because just because uh, I, I questioned putting it on there and the only reason I didn't was for the fact that it wasn't speaking about the devil directly. But it's speaking but about the devil it's still inside. a great track and why did you pick it? <laughs> why did I pick it? First of all because it's in excess and I, I really like in excess a lot. Uh, but it has that little They're, they're, they're a real swinging band. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're they're fantastic. <laughs> um, it's got that really catchy guitar. Um, they really hanged in there for a while. What was that? So they really hanged in there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm done. <laughs> uh, such a trend these days, you know? Um, some people just did it first, you know? Um, but it wasn't him that did it first. Obviously, it was who was probably the famous person who hung around for a while. It wasn't. It was before David Carradine. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Curtis is who I was thinking of. Ian Curtis from. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ian yeah. Curtis. That's who I was thinking of. 
or Jonathan Brandis uh, from Sidekicks. Take your take your pick. Um, Devil Inside's got this really cool guitar riff. It's so simple, very catchy, catches your ear immediately. But then you have like Michael Hutchins singing the song in a very seductive way. And especially, I have the context of the video in mind when I hear the song. So it has mm-hmm. a bunch of people dancing around and him singing the song and the whole band as well. Visual. Yeah, and it makes everything look rather sexual. Uh, so when I hear Devil Inside, I think of the video. And then I think as a child, getting weird tingly feelings. Because I think there was like some sexy women in there, sure, too, I imagine. Uh, but it's a, it's also a very catchy song, just as catchy as, um, to me, as hell. You know, if you hear it, you might, you'll just like, pay attention. But this, uh, that uh, is my number four. Unless back you... in, uh, was it, I think, 2005, perhaps, I was working at a retail shop selling leather goods and whatnot. I will not mention the, the place, mm-hmm. but there is this. Uh, young fellow working there and uh they would at the time they had a stereo system what they would do is they would send us these cassettes that we would play and they would have a mixture of like older and newer songs of like hits like the the hits of today and the hits of like you know 10 20 years ago kind of a thing Mm -hmm. and uh you couldn't put your own cassette like some i forget how exactly but they were they were wired that only these particular cassettes could play on this cassette player um, maybe it was the speed or the timing or whatever of it, but uh, on one of the cassettes, it had The Devil Inside was on it by, uh, by NXS, you know, and obviously at that point it was an older song, at least, uh, I forget what year it was released, but it was well over 20 years old, and this one guy that worked there would always, he goes, every time this song comes on, it creeps me out, and I was like, what? Because like, it's such an upbeat song, like, it's just like a dance yeah, it's, kind of... Yeah, it's very catchy, it's very pop. It's a, it's yeah, a it's very song, pop yeah. and very like you know '80s kind of sound. He goes, he goes, it just, just, just creeps me out. And he's like, he's talking about the devil, and I was like, <laughs> not really. I was like, I was like, that, and I was like, if that's all it takes to get you creeped out. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you got you got some uh, you got some issues already there. But <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it's not really about the devil. It's about how the devil is is us. Yeah, you know, we are all we are all the devil, and it's just a matter of you. Me choosing to, you know, it, it, our own actions are what's, you know, good or, or is what's bad, and it's just a personification of that. But I tried to explain to him, and it didn't seem to alleviate him by any means. <laughs> no, because he, he had the, the word of Christ in his heart, and whenever the devil or the word of the devil or the sound of the devil comes through, it really terrifies some people, and they get very Maybe. uncomfortable. I mean, I don't, I don't know how religious he was, or this was uh, back in the. I mean, if you're gonna, if, I mean, if, when, if you're, you're going to get creeped out by the devil, just by the word "the devil," or that someone's saying "devil inside," there's, I would imagine, there's some religious, some religious connotation to it. Yeah, to, well, to to him in particular. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that's my that's my number four. Uh, if you want to go with your number three, go ahead, sir. Uh, the Devil in Miss Jones by Mike Ness.
the singer of Social Distortion. He had a, it was off of his second solo album, uh, and it was the opening track for the album, probably the best track on the album. Uh, you don't count some of his, some of the covers on there, but uh, yeah, the best original track on that album, and it's just a, it's a great song, and it has a more of a country sound to it than a rock mm-hmm. or punk sound that he was known for. Uh, so he went more to, towards his like country influences on it, and uh, it's just a really badass song. Like it was like one of it's uh, the chorus is my favorite part of the whole thing. Uh, it has nothing to do with the '70s porno by the same name. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen. So that there's one. no '70s Bush making an appearance in this, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just the 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 the, the hook for it on the on the chorus is my favorite part. It's just like it's like give me your heart, give me your soul. I'll take you when you're young. The devil and Miss Jones, and it's basically about it's a story about. Um, about this about this young girl and basically the devil's kind of either it's alluding to him being like alongside her or waiting for her or just within her um and through all the decisions and stuff like that she's making so it's not the devil isn't primarily featured but he's lurking in the background and that's kind of what i like about it it is a very good song. Actually, um, that almost made it to my list slash honorable mentions. But um, as you know, I, I I don't know if you remember this. Uh, I do have talked about in the past having a problem with Mike Ness's voice. Yeah, I think yeah, I remember. Yeah, the thing but... is, I I really like the songs, but I don't know what it is. And the thing you is, can't, you can't you can't listen to him for an extended period of time. Like yeah, yeah, but it's I, I don't understand. I I I feel like it's something I should enjoy a lot more than I do, but there is something about the way he sings, or just the tone that he has, or just the enunciation of of the the words that he uses uh, that just turns me off just a little bit. But I mean, I will I will admit. I mean, if the songs come on, I do enjoy them. But again, like I can't listen to him for an extended period of time. You're not, um, you're not, you're not going to listen to a whole playlist based on them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to listen to the Mike Ness playlist. Um, I mean, if there are a few songs on there, I can totally do it. Obviously, and I'm I'm strong enough, I'm good enough, and doggone it, people like me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well done, well yeah, done. Yeah, that shit was off the top of my fucking head, y'all. Um, <laughs> We were uh, when you know, sorry, I was riding in the car the other day. He, uh, I, I made some sort of comment, and he just like gave me this blank stare, and it was just a joke. I don't, even, I, I don't know what it was I said, but it was just a joke. And he was like, he was like, I'm not Ray. I don't get all your references. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of true. Like, not many people. I mean, honestly, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can. The I, I just remember the game that we played. What was it was it charades that we played with oh. like um, Melanie and oh yeah 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 and yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. even get off our fu- we didn't even get a, yeah we didn't even get off our fucking chair and we like got the <laughs> we were like we were able to read uh, what the other person was trying to do like instantly it was, that was yeah. it, it, I think it was more it was a lot more amusing to see someone's reaction of anger to how easy it was for us to like play as a team that was probably yeah. the funniest thing 
it was it was easy for us when it came to like you know uh, music and and TV references. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, we'd say one or two words and then like that was it. <laughs> or just make like a fucking hand gesture and they're like, oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> just get it immediately. <laughs> Pretty much. Um. Where are we at? I completely forgot. Your number, your number three. Number three. Okay, my number three is "Number of the Beast" by Iron Maiden. So we we did talk about that earlier because it was on your list. Um, yeah, I guess we can move on from that. So, it's, so why, why 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 did it make it? Uh, since since your your list was compiled as a oh well, why is numer- it number- n- numerically and mine was compiled. Uh, as a uh, playlist, why why did uh, why did you pick that as your number three? Okay, well, first of all, I have a huge uh, love for Iron Maiden, and Number of the Beast is just a classic fucking song. Um, I love more importantly uh, that part in the song when the drums kick in and it goes dun 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 dun. And then fucking Bruce Dickinson like fucking screams like a banshee as high as he possibly can, because that sets the tone pretty much for the song. Because at first it's kind of quiet. There's a little bit of uh, guitar mute um, mute chugging along, and uh-huh. um, as soon as he gets to that point, like he screams fucking loud, and then the song just comes in fucking driving and that is why i love the song so much and then of course it's talking about satan i'm into satan you're into satan that's totally into satan totally into satan (laughs) (laughs) and and clogging and clogging too yes exactly (laughs) um so that's my number three and that's i mean i like the song primarily for the musical uh the the way they uh arrange the music and and then of course obviously the lyrics on top of it. Uh, so that is my number three. My number three is "Number of the Beast" by Iron Maiden, and we're going to your number two. All right, my number two would probably if I was in, if if I were to put this list numerically, this would probably be my number ten. Um, the song itself isn't a standout great song. It's it's basically the chorus that I picked this song for because it's just. It, it, it is, the song is In League with Satan by Venom. <laughs> <laughs> itself is not very um, standout in, in certain ways. Uh, you can't really understand a lot of what he's saying until he starts singing the chorus, which is in league, in league with Satan. But the way he sings it is very fucking catchy that 
every time it comes up in, a, in this playlist that I yeah. formulated, actually, because this playlist, this full playlist that I have, I formulated, you know, three, four years ago. And uh, it was always kind of on it, and it was a random find because I'm not a big, I'm not, a, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a Venom fan. Um, but just hearing that chorus always makes me laugh <laughs> <laughs> and puts a smile on my face. <laughs> which, which for, I guess for most people would be the opposite reaction to hearing in league with Satan. You're just like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just like, in league, in league with Satan. It's like the only thing you can clearly hear him say in the whole yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it makes me laugh. And that's why I put it on there. <laughs> so that was your number two, right? That was that was my number two backwards, yeah. But okay. technically, if I was doing things numerically, that would have been my number ten. But yeah, well, number two for you. <laughs> coincidentally, my number two is in league with Satan by Venom. Hello. <laughs> awesome. I honestly I I kind of fought putting this at number one because again, it is a song that makes me smile. Um yeah. there's never a point in time listening to the song where I think it's eerie or scary. I as soon as I hear that every time it comes on I hear that Dun, 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 dun. I'm just like hell yeah in league with Satan. And, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, um, it just came to mind recently. It's why I wanted to do this list um, was because at work um, towards the end of the night, I've already had like I'm tired. I I'm tired of dealing with people and the mess that they make everywhere. I feel. Like every, well, I'm saying feel, but every time I'm like at the end, at the end of the day, like in my mind, I'm singing the chorus, evil <laughs> in league with Satan, evil, and, and I goes, I was thinking to myself, I go, if I were to just walk around the fucking store, singing this song to myself, like kind of like in a lower register, but like loud enough for people to catch what I'm saying, it might just deter people from bothering me. So, at the end of the night, as I'm cleaning up and stuff like that, I'm literally singing this fucking song in my head. Evil in league with Satan. I'm like saying it all the time, and it kind of just brings a smile on my face every time I'm singing it. It's like I'm singing a fucking Disney song or something. I <laughs> love the fucking song. I love it so much. Again, not the best song in the world. Not the best no. band in the world by any means. But... In League with Satan by Venom is my number two, and I love it. So, pulls, pulls on the cockles of the heart. <laughs> <laughs> For those with a sense of humor. Yes, obviously. I mean, if you don't have a sense of humor, please go away. <laughs> have, have you read the full lyrics to it? I have at one point. I don't remember all the lyrics at the at the it's point. It's hilarious. Oh, I'm pretty I mean, sure they are. Just, I mean, it's, it's very much that, like, you know, that they're, like, death and, like, uh, you know, I drink the juice of women. And <laughs> <laughs> I kill the newborn baby, things like that, tear the, tear the infant's flesh. Like, it's, it's just so over, over the top that yeah, it's just yeah. hilarious because it's so ridiculous. You know, I, I think uh, I've either read or saw an interview at some point 
with uh, someone talking about the guys from Venom and how they're kind of doing it almost tongue-in-cheek, you know? Um, yeah. But that's what's so funny about it is because people think that they're really serious, you know? And just yeah. like... like kind of like a typo negative? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yes, that is my number two. It happened to be your number two as well, which is hilarious. And now it is time for your number one. So do the honors and go ahead. Uh, well, my my number one that started off the playlist um, is by a self-proclaimed satanic band, the Electric Hellfire Club. He's a man. either being a central character or a background character and all all around uh their their themes is very much satanic and stuff like that but the song that i chose as the kicker or kickoff is unholy roller all right that one was almost close to making my honorable mention but it did not um it was actually kind of hard putting the, these songs together because there's so many, so much, there's so many songs about the devil that I really wanted to include, and that one was one of them. Um, what's that other one? I forget who it is. Uh, um, oh man, uh, that has, has kind of like the is that that's the one that does the Bay City Bay City Roller thing, right? Uh, like that S. Yeah, 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 yeah. It starts off with like S A T A N. He's our man. That's right. That's that's exactly the reason why I wanted to put it on my list, because it has that intro and it's a fantastic intro. <laughs> but well, I, I, yes, I mean that's that's the main reason why because it sticks in your head. It has that like you said. Yeah, but I I, I, kind of I can see it as a good uh, starting off song for a particular playlist about Satan, because it hits you right away. And but the, the thing and but the best part about that song is. And even though, I guess, according to how I was trying to uh, categorize it, it's not really about Satan. It's about rock and roll and mm. how you can't acknowledge Satan without, you can't acknowledge, you can't uh, have Satan without rock and roll. It's, just, it's a fun little song. Yeah. It's a fun, it, it, li- it's a fun little ditty. <laughs> Is it out of Lubbock, Texas? <laughs> Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, since I'll go with my number one, it is probably my favorite song. I would say if I, if I had a list of songs that were my favorite of all time, this would definitely be in the top ten. 
Um, it is Up Jump the Devil by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. And I can't think argue it's. With that. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't <laughs> fucking argue with that. I, I, I dare anyone to fucking try. And if they, they do, <laughs> like, them's fighting words. I got my fisticuffs ready. Like, we're ready to go, man. Start throwing some fucking punches. But we did talk about this already. So, yes, my number one is Up Jump the Devil by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. It is my number one again. This is my favorite song. It has that driving bass line, and it just starts off eerie as fuck. And I love it. And it does also bring a smile to my face. So, yes, that is my list. That is your list. Do you have any honorable mentions? Um, some of my honorable mentions, I guess, were on your list. I have, um, as in the sense of, like, just upbeat, fun songs about Satan, there's, you know, in excesses. Devil Inside, uh, B-52's uh, Devil in My Car is another yeah, great yeah. little catchy little track. Um, I think um, King Dude obviously was a great track that was kind of on the on the border. Um, I was there's I wanted to put a Danzig song in, and I couldn't decide on which Danzig song. Yeah, I had a little problem with some um, Danzig songs as well. I I was thinking, am I am I demon? Um, I, I I chose not am I demon. I excluded that one only because he's talking about demons and not like Satan himself. Yeah, so yeah. Devil Devil about... Plaything was close, and then Son of the Morning Star. Okay, yeah. Because that one was more directly about. Luc- devil. Yeah, devil, Lucifer, Beelzebub, any yeah. numerous names that he has. Yeah. So, um, that, that those were some of my honorable mentions. Um, yeah, those, those were those, those are the ones I was thinking of the most. Those were those are the ones that I was on the fence about, and uh, I just I think I ran out of time to properly. Uh, since you kind of you didn't give me a, a lot of head, a lot of notice on this. <laughs> oh yeah, I, 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 I didn't have a full week to curate this uh, playlist. But well, yeah, that's I, how I came to that. The the time that I told you that I wanted to do this was the exact time I started my list as well. Um, my honorable mentions are "What's a Devil to Do" by Harley Poe. Um, that is on my, my hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah, that song is on my Spotify playlist overall, but it wasn't... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the uh, Harley Poe fan that you are. So. I am a very big Harley, Harley Poe fan. Um, it's like the fucking violent films with horror movies. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, the other one I have is... Which is a very... It's a catchy-ass song. Um, it's uh, Satan Said Dance by... Uh, clap your clap hands, your hand. say yeah. <laughs> it's a weird fucking name. I, that name never sticks in my head. Um, but yes, it's um, that little Satan, Satan said that. Oh, it's fucking catchy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you're, you're the one that you're the one that introduced it to me, and so I have it on that playlist. I'm like, where did this song come from? How did yeah. I find this song? And I was like. It, it, um, it, so it's weird because it feels like it's like a bunch of hipsters talking about Satan and I'm it just it's it was very confusing the first time I heard it and I was like what are these people fucking doing but um, it grew on me and it's a catchy ass song so I just let it ride uh, one of them let's see the other one is um, it's a very classic one I 
I couldn't find it in my heart to put it on my real playlist, but it is an honorable mention because, again, it is a classic song that I'm pretty much everyone's heard of, and it's probably whenever it comes on, everyone kind of stands up in attention. It is The Devil Went Down to Georgia by uh, Charlie Daniels Band. Um, yeah. Of course, it has that monster fiddle that he plays, and it's it's almost flawless the way he does a solo on that thing. Um, another one that I have is He Is by the band Ghost. Um, if you've ever heard this song, it is, it, it is almost like a, you, you know how we talked about the other song that could be a Christian song? Um, I'm sorry, the King Dude song, uh, Lucifer is the Light of the World. This is kind of in the same vein. If you were to change some of the lyrics, like maybe... What, what's a, the song again? It's called He Is okay. by Ghost. He is. Yeah, by Ghost. Um, okay. It's a, it's a, it could be like a, a loving tribute to the God that you worship, but they're talking about Satan, <laughs> and Lucifer, and it's, it's, it's a little haunting the song, and it's also very pretty. So, if you ever wanted to worship Satan, in a very beautiful way, this is a song to do it in. Um, the last one I have is probably not one that anyone would probably think of necessarily, but they do talk about the devil in the actual song. It is Cupid They Luck by the Smashing Pumpkins. It is one of their standout tracks off of Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Um, it has a fucking haunting harp in the song. I mean, I assume it's a harp. It sounds like a fucking harp. But, um... One of the lyrics, it's just a sample lyric, uh, is the devil may do as the devil may kill. Um, but it's a very beautiful song, uh, which yeah. is uh, probably why I love those kinds of songs, songs the most, because they have a contradicting meaning, and the music behind it is, well, it doesn't fit the topic of the song. But yeah, that is, uh, those are my honorable mentions. Oh, that's right. uh Interesting one, some I hadn't thought of before. I hadn't heard that uh, ghost uh, song before. Actually, uh, um, I just uh, uh, previewed. Um, they were on the cover of Revolver magazine, I believe. Uh, I saw it uh, at uh, at work the other day, <laughs> and um, they they just came out with a new album. It's called Prequel. Um, it is a very, it's pretty good. It, there's like a few songs in there that sound almost like they could be as close to 80s pop as you can get, but they are also talking about Satan again. <laughs> Most of their songs are talking about Satan, and they're very almost like hard rock pop. But I mean, honestly, if you just change the lyrics, they could be any other song um, with like a pop hook, but. They're pretty much talking about Satan the whole time. And I think it's quite amusing. And, uh, and uh, Molly Cruz, uh, Shout the Devil, was intentionally left out, right? It was. In, you know what? I battled with putting it as an honorable mention um, <laughs> because it's Motley Crue. And I, I like Motley Crue a lot, but I don't love Motley Crue. So, yeah. uh, shout at the devil, like, again, you can hear that shit on every fucking radio station from all across Texas. 
and probably the United States in general. And I was not even thinking about putting that on my list. And they, they, they used to go by Cinderella, right? Or Poison no, no, or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> Those are all like legitimate bands. <laughs> but all very similar. In that, I mean, not that I not I, I love songs by all of those bands. Nothing against it, but yeah, it's just not. If it, those those are the bands that you hear on the radio, and you're like, oh, I remember that song. That was a good song. <laughs> Speaking but of, you're not going to throw down money to like go see them. No, no, no. I mean, if it was a free ticket, I would obviously. If it's yeah. a free ticket, I would definitely go. Uh, but I would not pay the exorbitant amount of money. It would cost to go and watch any i mean man vince neil Neil solo project (laughs) fuck that if it was fucking brett michaels solo project fuck that if it was poison even if it was free i'd have to see if my schedule is open and then i'd have to think of (laughs) whether or not being at home would be better than going to watch a poison live in concert just so he can fucking play uh, every rose has its thorn, like probably like three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go and do that to myself. Um, but yeah, that was um, the list for the top songs about Satan. Again, from like a certain point in time on, they're more contemporary. Um, we can do a list at some other point with uh, songs that are old bluesy country songs that are about satan but that'll be some other time um we, I, we, we, we did have that stipulation in there i did throw that in there because it honestly i could throw in a bunch of lead belly songs and robert johnson right off the bat and i didn't have the space for it so the best no. thing the best thing to do is just to break it up into some other list um but yeah that's um and, and a lot and also getting into those that that genre and those types of songs it gets more into um it gets more into a uh christian religious aspect and Mm -hmm, uh superstitious superstition kind of uh type of songwriting as well that is very true Uh, so yeah so yeah so i mean they're not necessarily paying tribute to satan like these particular artists that we talked about, um, yeah. they're more of, they're more mentioning uh, the devil, Lucifer, Satan, as the protagonist in their songs, as the yeah. the enemy, uh, as quoted in the Bible, the enemy. <laughs> Anyways, um, I guess that'll be the end of that, and that's the end of our lists. Okay. All right. All right. That was, a, that, was a, that was a hot dry run. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>